PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome to another edition of the Rocky Mountain ATV MC com Kiefer Tested Podcast, presented by Fly Racing and Racetech. Hey, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes, low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It is so easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the number one stop for all of us to shop. Get your stuff there, but first, before you do, head over to KieferInkTesting.com. Click on the Rocky Mountain ATV MC widget. It's a little banner right there. You click on it, it'll redirect you back to Rocky Mountain, and what that does, it tells them that you're listening to this podcast, gives us a little bit of a snippet, that's right, a snippet of what you're purchasing. Helps us on the back end, and man, it really does help us out a lot to keep this sucker up and moving. And it also lets them know, hey, I'm not full of shit. People actually do listen to this thing, and people are purchasing products from them because of this podcast. So thank you guys for doing that. I appreciate it. I can see that on my dashboard. So thank you guys again very much. Racetech, Racetech.com. The guy in studio is going to run some Racetech stuff at Loretta Lens. He signed a contract. We can talk about that a little bit as well. It's a little bit of a different contract, not your normal standard contract. It's more of like a you better do this or else contract. But nonetheless, Racetech.com, they look out over your family. That's right. They look out for your kids riding on suspension or even their engine. If you have some engine or suspension services you need, go to Racetech.com. Hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and I will get you in touch with Chris Riesenberg, Get you guys a discount, and you can live happily ever after. That's right. Racetech.com does do that. I guarantee it. Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. Whoo! I looked good this weekend. I don't know about the guy in the studio, but I looked good. I think I was best dressed pretty much. He had a lot of mud on his gear. I didn't. I was fine. So uh, I didn't manage to uh, crash and rip my gear in half. But you know what? Flyracing.com. You can check out everything they have, and they have really tough gear because the guy in studio crashed pretty hard, and he only has little holes in his jersey. Wow. That's amazing to me. Flyracing.com. Best gear out there. Go check them out. If you guys have any questions about my advertisers, hit me up. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. Do not DM me unless you are a hot chick, but if you're a hot chick, listen to this. God bless you because I don't think there's anything like that out there, right? Ooh. You're in studio. I shouldn't probably talk like that. You're in studio right now. My son Aiden Kiefer is in studio, people, but he knows how we roll. That's right. His mom. I love his mom so much. Gosh, your mom's amazing. She lets me be myself. You know that? Let's talk about the picture on your desk. We will. We'll get to that. But you know what's coming up? What's coming up? July 11th and 12th, OregonOldTimers.com. You're not old, but I am. And there's a lot of guys that listen to this podcast that's old. Do you know that? 
Um, I did not know that. No, I thought I thought it was all young people. July eleventh and twelfth, Washougal, Washington. That's right, OregonOldTimers.com. They're back racing. They got a schedule up. Go visit their website. Man, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it to eleventh and twelfth because this guy in studio screwed it all up for me. We'll talk about that in this podcast as well. But September fifth and sixth, Glen Helen. I'll be there. That's right, fifth and sixth, Aiden. I will be there racing. And August. 29th and the 30th, Horn Rapids. Do you know anything about Horn Rapids? No, I, th- I thought Horn Rapids was like a ride at Disneyland or something. You might want to talk up more, too, by the way. Okay, right here? No, up, not lower. Up, uh, okay. Like, hi. Hi. There you go. Okay. Oh, wow, we're, we're here. Okay. <laughs> Dang, dude. Horn Rapids, Washington, Oregon Old Timers. Go check them out. Very cool classes. Actually, what I like about it, 20-minute motos. 15, 20-minute motos. You get some time on the track. And that's what we want as old guys, eh? And we need more time. We're not sprinters like you. We're more duration kind of people, us old people. You'll understand that when you get old, but you're not old yet. Okay? Good. Awesome. Great talk, Aiden. OregonOldTimers.com. Check them out. Thank you for joining me. We're going to talk about Loretta Lens. Had a little bit of show, uh, a little bit about getting ready for this, you know, thing, amateur national thing. Uh, Aiden and I raced Fox Raceway, the regional, on Saturday and Sunday. Actually, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm tired. Three days is a long time. So we're going to talk about the event, what went down, how much it costs, what I think could happen, what I think can be better in the amateur world. Obviously, there's a lot of things that I do not know about. It's been a long time since I've raced some of this stuff. I haven't been to Loretta Lynn since 2017. But my kid is up my ass about racing all of a sudden. About, what, two years? You've been interested in it? Not even two years. Probably about, like, after when we first raced Loretta Lynn's, I started getting into it a little bit more. Because knowing that I can probably make this something that I want to do when I get older and make a job out of it. Oh, we can talk about that, too. I didn't know this. This is all good information for me on the podcast. So... This is going to be a father and son banter, but you know what? We're going to talk about dirt bikes as well. We're going to talk about the dirt bikes that we raced, how they performed. Ooh, dropping that bomb on you. Hopefully you know about your Honda and your Yamaha. Aiden did two classes. Man, that's another whole other story here, but let's get into that real quick before we do anything else. The classes at Loretta Lens. So I understand Loretta Lens is more geared for the younger generation, grooming them, doing the things, but man... Some of these age group classes, at least in the older divisions, could be a little bit better. Some of these guys, like let's say 30-plus sportsmen, there is good riders in 30-plus sportsmen that haven't scored any pro points that still are pretty damn good. And then you got the blue-collar guy trying to race 30-plus. It doesn't make sense. You need a 30-plus, and then you need a 30-plus sportsman. That's how I feel. And then if you're making a 45-sportsman class... Why aren't you making a 35 sportsman class? That's what I'm saying. You look at the age brackets and the divisions in the younger generation, man, there's all different kinds. There's 12 to 13, 11 and 12, uh, 12 to 17, 18 to 24. There's all different kinds, right? Exactly. There's like 7 to 8. There's a 250C division. There's no age group. And then there's a 250C 12 to 17 that you raced. There's just a crap ton of divisions that could use some restructuring up into like at least the older age bracket. Because let's face it, I'm not going Loretta Lens with you 
and not I'm just sitting around all day. I'm not doing it. I got to do something. So I chose the 40 class because I scored or scored pro points so I can race the 40 class. I'm not allowed to race the 30 class because I scored points. So it, it's kind of a, a little bit of a cluster F, Aiden. So for you guys out there listening have never been, really pay attention to the classes that are available to you and what you can go race. Because if you're taking your child and you have a motorcycle and you do ride with your kid like I do, it'll be in your best interest to try and race one class. That way you're not sitting around all day uh, harping on your kid. You got something to do. But it's not too much work where you're going to be like overwhelmed with what your kid's doing. That's why I'm only racing one class this year instead of two. And you're racing two classes. If, if we can make it out of two classes. trying to make two classes, we should say, right? Exactly. All right. So let's get into our precursor. I talked about Colorado trip last week, but I want to hear it from you. What's it like? Uh, we took a 250F Honda for you. Yeah. You really had no choice in what 250F you're riding. I just brought you home a Honda because I thought it would be best for you. Because it's a smoother type of Honda, it doesn't have a lot of power, and you're how how much you weighing? One fifteen. One fit one fifteen. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. When was the last time you weighed yourself? Probably Thursday. Well, okay. I thought you weighed more than that. I thought you were 120, 125. Nope. All right. So 115 pounds. That's the reason why I chose a Honda for him. We went to Colorado. What'd you think of your Honda? Because you weren't too stoked on riding a four stroke at first. No, I think the first time I ever rode a four-stroke was a 150, and that really didn't go so well. It was cold, and I crashed it all the time. It was hard to ride for me, and I just really didn't know what to do with it, basically. It was hard for him to start. He didn't know the procedure for the starting. Uh, Those things, those CRF 150s are cold-blooded. They're kind of a bitch to jet, you know, so it was kind of a nightmare. So every time I thought... He would be better on a four-stroke. He would say, no, I don't want a four-stroke. I want a two-stroke. But then when I watch you ride, you're a smoother guy. You ride smooth. And uh, I just felt like a four-stroke would be better. So CRF 250 up in Colorado, what would you think about it? I liked it. I feel like it was a smart decision to bring that up there compared to the 125. Right. Because then we would have to jet it and do all this crap to it. But we just brought the 250 up, and it ran good. Only time it, the the 250 ran slow was when we were riding Leadville at, what, 9,000 feet? 10,000. 10,000 feet. And that was probably the only time it felt slow, but the whole whole time, it felt good. I liked it. It held up really nice, too. Well, until you took me out, I mean. Well, I told, I sold. <laughs> I'm laughing because I actually got a lot of people come to me and say, hey, I listened to last week's podcast, and if you haven't, you get the whole story. Go back to last week's show, and you can listen to what I did with Aiden. But let let them hear from you. What happened, Mom? My we were we were just riding, and my mom said something because we had this inside joke where, like, if you smack your lips, what does it basically mean? It's just a we kind of go like when you're when you're full of crap. You kind of just have these little lip smacks that you're like, I don't and, know, and my mom and my mom looked at me because he said something, and she looked at me and did it, and then I did it back to her, and he was like, "All right, start in front of me," and I thought he was joking the whole time. So then we go out, we do our sight lap. I come back in, and I'm, I ask my mom, I'm like, 
mom, is he really going to take me out? She's like, no, he's not going to take you out, like laughing. I'm like, okay. And then he comes back. He's like, go ahead of me. I'm like, okay. I start out. I probably had like a five-second lead. Come on, bro. I you let me you like let me seconds in there and then I kept screwing up because that's all I thought about the whole time mm-hmm. and then and then I messed up this one time in a corner and he caught me and I can just tell right from then I'm like god dang it I can tell when he's riding aggressive too because I can hear him revving behind me and everything so I just I let him go and it you let me go I I let you go I never passed you yeah you did I let you go over. I think it was by mom. I let you go. And then we come around this bend. I go, he stops on the inside thinking he's probably going to try to take me on next corner. I'm going to pass him. I go to the outside and he just moves over and I fly over the berm. Just ass over key kettle. Tea kettle, not tea kettle. Tea kettle. Oh my gosh. So what was the point? But that wasn't even an it. Because, what I, what, because I was cocky. Yes. And what does cocky people end up? What what happens to them? Uh, bad stuff. What? And it gets them nowhere in life. Well, it gets them nowhere in life. You let people tell you how good you are. You don't tell people how good you are. You don't need to tell me. I mean, I've seen everything, right? I've been around the sport, so let me help you. Let me tell you what you're doing, good and bad. Uh, but you start getting a little bit better, and then you start chip, chip, kick, kick. You just start pecking at me, peck, 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 peck. And so I would rather teach you a lesson than have some other person teach you a lesson and then get you really hurt. So this is the reason why I ended up, uh, yeah, just ended up jacking you up a little bit. So you got a little taste of what could happen if you act like a jackass. And what was your first words out of your mouth when, when you crashed? I honestly don't remember what were my first words when I crashed. You're like, yeah, I deserve that. Yeah, I deserved it. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right, so that's a little snippet of Colorado. We went up there a couple weeks, get trained, got them ready, went to some farm tracks. We had a good time. Fast forward to this event. Uh, we ended up signing him up to 125C class, which was a 125C class is for anyone that has never been to Loretta Lens. You've never been. You tried back in 2017. You never made it out of your regional, so you never went, and he was on 85s back then. So 125C and then 250C 12 to 17 age bracket limited, which means stock. So we got that Honda. We left it stock, and we said, I think you're good enough to try and qualify. And I thought you would be good enough to qualify. So that was what we were doing. Uh, we signed up. A little bit about the money situation. So it's 60 bucks per class, obviously $30 per weekend per person to get in the track, and then it's $30 per practice session. So... All said and done, we're about $500 within the weekend with gas and everything that we're doing. So very expensive people. We will talk about that in a later show about the money and we'll add it up and and if it's worth it or not. For me, as of right now, I like to spend time with Aiden and this is a great way for us to do it. We both share the same passion. I like that we can talk about the same interest. I understand what he's talking about and vice versa. Uh, Just... For me, and I guess I need to ask you this on air so people can understand, what's it like having your dad do the same thing that you do? Because let me paint you this picture real quick. When when you played football, I wasn't playing with you, right? I was on the sideline watching you. 
which which one do you like better? Which do you like me helping you and riding with you, or do you like? Would you rather me just be on the sideline doing stuff, you know, on the side and not actually doing it with you? I like you helping me and riding with me because there's a lot of kids out there that don't get that, and basically you help me with everything that I do, and I wouldn't have anything today if it wasn't for you. But what about just like? Me and you talking about lines and stuff yeah. like that. Do you like? Do you listen? Yeah, I listen. Well, sometimes. I mean, there's well, times where I go out there and do something that you told me not to do. What you did this weekend. Yeah. Which will cover that. Um, but for me, as a parent, there's something special about doing the same thing uh, with your kid. It brings you closer, and that's one thing about motocross that was really special to me when I was younger. Is I I rode with my dad. We went camping. We went trail riding. We did things as a family, and yes, it costs money. Everything costs money in life. Uh, it's just a matter of how much you want willing to do it, how much time you want to spend in it, and how serious you want to get. I've always told you, I don't care what you do with the sport. I just want you to appreciate dirt bikes and what it can do for you. For you, if you make it and you do something with it, great. When I was younger, of course, I wanted to be a professional motocross rider. I wanted to race. I wanted to have a factory ride. But my dad didn't have a lot of money, right? So, and my dad didn't really, he rode, but he wasn't competitive. You know, he off-road races, things like that. But he worked a normal job, and my mom was sick. So, I didn't get to spend as much time with my dad like you and I do. So, for me, I just thought it brought us as a family closer together. And I like that me and you could do the same thing. So, to me, that's fun. I like that a lot. So, yes, it costs money, but it does bring families closer together and... Keeps your kids out of trouble. Kept me out of trouble for the most part. And you're basically on lockdown 24-7 because of the quarantine crap. So that really helped you ride more. Yeah, we, we've been, I've been going with you to the track a lot more. So we've been riding State Fair a lot, Paris, Glen Helen, basically everywhere. Right. Um, before we get into the race, I know I've been saying that all this podcast, before this, before that. But for me... Uh, I always people ask me, how do you balance it? How do you balance Aiden doing what you're doing and then work and everything? So my job here is a little bit different because my job is dirt bikes. My job is to test dirt bikes, test parts, write about dirt bikes, talk about dirt bikes. Everything is about dirt bikes. And then now I have you loving dirt bikes, wanting to do the same thing. I am surrounded at 24-7. It never shuts off. And then if I have to help you do something, I still got to work and I still got to type about dirt bikes. It never shuts off. There's emails coming in. I got to get content up. There's um, an article I got to write. There's It's always going. There's not a job like mom where she can turn it off and come home and then she can do whatever she wants and that job will be waiting for her when she gets home. My job is always surrounding me. So sometimes I get burnt out. And that burnout level is sometimes higher than normal. And usually it's about this time when new bikes are starting to come out. It's getting hot. Tracks are kind of shitty. And now you're riding. You want to go ride. You're up my ass about riding. So I get a little bit testy at times. And your job is to what? What's your job as a 14-year-old kid? What is your job that you're supposed to do for me to help me out? Wash bikes, do my chores, get everything done, get my gear ready, help load the van, 
get gas, basically just get everything ready for the weekend. Right. So teach your kids responsibility, people. I tried to teach Aiden that, and it's a constant battle. Trust me, I want to rip my head off at times, and you get yelled at. 24-7. <laughs> get yelled at sometimes. Um, but it, it's uh, it's something that needs to happen if your kids want to learn um, things in life that are important to them. They have to work for it. So uh, I, I have a lot of access to things here. But if you ever seen Aiden, if you've seen us, his bikes aren't the baddest bikes out there. I'm not the type of dad that just going to give him a bunch of cool parts just because I can get them. Actually, Aiden's bike was pretty roached this weekend. His shroud was still jacked up for me hitting you. Your radiator was still bent. Uh, well, a bolt came off of my front number plate. Well, that's 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 nothing to do. That's just me being a dumb mechanic and not tightening your bolt. Right? It wasn't even you. It was Greg. Oh, so. Well, anyway. Where to, to go, Greg? You have to learn to appreciate what you have and work for it. I'm not going to let my kid just get free shit because I get free shit. So I'm not about that life. He has to earn it. He knows that. He has to do certain things. He has to perform. So uh, for us here at the Kiefer household, just because uh, I know there might be a, a smoke and mirrors like, oh, Chris's family gets all this shit for free, so Aiden's a spoiled brat. Bullshit. I will refuse to do that. There's no way. Heather was an only child, and I see some selfish tendencies with her when I first met her. And we both agreed when we had a kid that we weren't going to do that if it was the only child. So um, in all actuality, I'm harder on Aiden just because I have this job. So he gets probably gets less cool shit from me because of my job. So I just wanted to spit that out there because I know I've heard some people, oh, your, your kid probably gets all this cool stuff. Uh, no. We do get free bikes because they're test bikes. That's one benefit. Of course, that's huge. But as far as him working for it, he knows damn well when he walks out in the shop that that's not real life. You, That's a lot of money sitting out there, and you're very lucky to have all this stuff, right? Yes. All right, so let's get to the race, peeps. What went down? What's going on? So Loretta Lynn's, holy crap. It's three days. Friday, practice. We had two practice sessions. We only did one. Yeah, because we wanted to get out of there early. Right. Go home. Right, so we drove back and forth from home from Fox Raceway up in the high des. Aiden went and practiced with his CRF 250. And my YZ125. Right, and we had that. And then Saturday came, we, uh, we signed him up, we're ready to rock. And the goal was just to qualify, get a ticket so we can get to the ranch, right? Yes. So immediately when I saw Aiden ride on Friday, I knew he'd be pretty good. If you've watched Aiden ride, he's pretty technically sound. The reasons why, and if you have a young one listening to this podcast, get him on a trials bike. What do you feel like? How much of your style is because of what you rode when you were younger? A lot of it, because in the trials bike, you basically just have to stand up the whole time because there's no seat. And it basically teaches you how to, how to weight your pegs, how to stand up through ruts and all this. Yeah, so I got Aiden an offset trials bike, electric trials bike. When he got home from school, we would go in our backyard. Our previous house did have a big backyard. We, we built a little enduro cross track with wood, ramps, rocks, and we just really just screwed off back there. Me and you, I got one, you had one, and we'd play around. Right? We'd do lap time wars. And we'd do lap time wars. We'd try uh, who, who could dab the, you know, the least. 
So that really taught him a lot of throttle control and standing up skill. And when I see him ride now, I see a lot of that in him and a lot of control. A lot of these kids out there are fast as shit, but they're out of control. They don't know line selection. They don't know how to weight their pegs. They're just wide open, especially with these four strokes now, which are super easy, super easy to go fast on. So it's not like a two-stroke era where you really had to work your balls off to go fast. So Saturday came, your first moto. Tell us about your first moto in 250 class, 250C Limited 1217. I got 30th gate pick, and it started all the way to the left, probably second gate, probably second to third gate over from From the the end. Yep. Pulled it probably about like a fourth place start, went around the outside, was probably about like fifth, passed everyone um, going through the rhythm section, going towards the back of Fox Raceway. And I passed this kid out around the outside, he went in the inside, passed him, was leading for probably about two laps, then after this step up, there's a roller, and then you have an option to go either inside or outside, and the inside rut comes across the outside over the jump. So the kid went inside, I went outside. While you were leading. While I was leading. He cross-jumped me. I crashed pretty hard. Got some got some scrapes, some battle wounds. He didn't crash, shockingly. How did he not crash? I didn't see it. I was on the other side. I don't that. know. He said he swapped, but... No, 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 but I'm saying when he hit you, did he, like, cut your front end off? Yeah, like, he so cut he my front end off. he was already, like, off. three quarters of a bike length in yeah. front of you. And I... So you guys didn't hit side to side. He, You hit his rear portion yeah, of the bike. Yeah, okay. I basically almost landed so on So you him. got sawed off. Basically. Yeah. Got it. So then I crashed, and the bike was stuck under me. I was yelling at the flagger. I'm like, you pick my bike up, pick my bike up, because it was stuck under me. On Sorry, on top of me. Got up, beelined it down, was probably about fourth, passed fourth, and second was right in front of me, but I just decided to ride my own race in third, you know, be smart with it so I don't make any mistakes, don't don't risk anything, because basically this weekend was about getting a ticket, so I got third in 250. Okay. The kid that ended up winning got Dakota Bender. Okay. The kid that ended up winning got DQ'd because he raced BC and got 7th at Mammoth. And at Loretta's, if you're going to race a C-class, you can't race any other like amateur national oh, in okay. like B or schoolboy or anything. So he got protested. Which he wasn't got, by us, by the way. No, it wasn't by us. Because I really us. didn't give a shit. I didn't really care either because the kid's cool. I like the kid. Yeah, he seemed like a nice kid. Let's tell his backstory real quick. So he was at LACR. Hold on. on. Okay. So I didn't know all this, right? Aiden kind of downloaded me the information because, you know, kids are when you get back. Oh, this kid, he knows everything about the kid in like 10 minutes. So he trains with Kyle Lewis. You guys know who Kyle Lewis is from the Supercross days. Um, So the kid, Dakota Bender, had cancer, right? Uh, He had a brain tumor. Right. So brain cancer. Brain cancer, yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you keep going. So uh, Kyle was telling me the story. The kid had brain cancer. He hasn't ridden in about two and a half, three years. And he just started riding again, I guess, a couple months ago, three months ago, because he also tore his ACL, did some other things when he started back riding again. But uh, the poor kid didn't know he had the tumor and was at LACR 
and got whiskey throttle off her berm because I guess he has a, a seizure or something, you know, and uh, and wadded his brains out. Obviously got hurt and then found out that he had some kind of type of brain cancer tumor in his brain. So they removed it. He is right now he's living free without cancer. And the kids had a tough life, man. Like, uh, you know, say what you want about the classes and amateur racing or whatever. Uh, pulled on my heartstrings. I don't care. Like if that kid rode BC or whatever, you were as fast as him. So why am I going to bitch? about and protest him right yeah i I really didn't care either because i like the kid the kid's cool yeah he's a nice nice kid so anyway um you got third place that moto that kid won the first moto but i guess they said he can still race the class but his results didn't count right his results didn't count um so a a tall kid six eight (laughs) there's no way dude there's a kid in our class that was probably about like Six, he was 6'4", that's what he said. Really? 6'4", riding KX250, he got second, you got third. So yeah. we came back. I was proud of Aiden. He rode really good. I didn't expect him to ride as good on the 250 as much as on the 125. So to my surprise, he rode really good. Uh, I had my moto. Uh, Aiden was moto 3. I was moto 7. And then Aiden was moto 9 on Saturday. So we had some back-to-back motos really quick. Of course, I won forty senior. There's not much. He's to a sandbagger. About. He's sandbagging everyone. Not much to talk about with my moto. I feel he's, bad for some of these guys. These guys work their balls off all week. And they want to go race Loretta's, and you know they're blue collar dudes. And you got some some punk ass forty year old that rides dirt bikes all the time, and it's just it it sucks. But Mike Brown, I'm coming for you this year. I know your tricks. I know the ruts. I know the program. I'm coming for Mike Brown, dude. What do you think? Mike Brown, do you think suck I, it. Do you think I can uh, beat Mike Brown? Yes. Oh, I can. Yeah, he's riding a Honda, dude. Oh, he's riding and a he, Honda. And when's, when's the last time you rode a Honda? I ride Hondas all the time. No, he did. Oh, him? Yeah. He was really good on Hondas when his professional career. I just want to let you know. Honda really? Troy. Yeah. You might, you and might. when he rode my Honda back in the day, like a couple years ago, 2018, he rode one of my Hondas here when he was staying with us. Yeah. He loved it. Hey, Mike Brown in Tennessee is no joke, but I'm coming for you. That's all I got to say. So you let Mike Brown know. You people listening that know Mike, tell him redemption from Glen Helen, Vet National. Watch his ass. Suck no, it. No. Easy. We're just busting his balls. Yeah, so anyway, 125C class came up. Holy crap, it's sketchy. Oh, and by the way, there was 40 250C I, I had a full gate. He had a full gate. So it's cool to see that many kids racing, trying to do it. It's pretty cool. 20, 125C only had, like, 28? 23, probably. 23? Kids. Yeah. Uh, Aiden's on a... So a little bit about Aiden's bike on his YZ125. It's a, it's an open class, so you can modify it. You can run stock, whatever you want. All we have... Uh, we went back and forth on an FMF, the Pro Circuit Pipe. Aiden decided he liked the Pro Circuit Pipe better. We put that on. Uh, we're running a, a good T2 fuel. People say run C12 Kiefer. I have ran C12, and it just didn't run very good. Jetting was kind of finicky. T2 runs really good. And then we have a special head on Aiden's bike. It's made by Apex Racing. So you can see the review up on keyforingtesting.com. They have two different types of heads. We have the head that gives you a little bit more bottom end. And I added the Jody Weisel one tooth up on the sprocket for him so he can pull some starts. That is all we have done to the YZ125. So... Tell us about your first moto, 125C. Go ahead. 
First moto, I spun off the gate. Terrible start. Lame. Probably about last. Everyone you gotta crashes. Work on starts. Everyone crashed. First two corners. A lot of people crashed. Everyone crashed, basically. Aiden went around that. I, I had a cheater line. I oh, he just went just line. to the inside of the marker, you know, so. Yeah, nothing too biggie. And uh, basically, it passed everyone first lap. Basically, just rode my own race in second. Yeah, so he got second place. The guy in front of him was a little bit better than you, I feel like. He's on the 125. It seemed like he was a little bit more aggressive. You're a little bit smoother. I was just trying to ride my own race, just cruise. So Aiden got second, and it was an all-day day. 35 motos. Holy crap. Amateur racing. You parents out there, you should get a, a ribbon because we were there till 7 o'clock. We were supposed to go through to Moto 7 originally, so ride the whole 35 first motos and then go to the second motos to race 7. That didn't happen. A couple red flags. A couple people got hurt. So they just ran all of the first motos, and then every second moto will be run on Sunday. So we came back. Hopefully we can get out of there early. We, uh, we got there early, uh, went out for practice. They only give you like a sight lap. Again, track. Track prep was actually really good, Aiden. I like I like the first day of track prep because it was super ready. Everyone was slow, and it was more technical. Yeah, more technical. And some of these guys are complaining about overwatering. I get it; it's snotty, it's slimy in the morning, but it makes for a good track later in the afternoon. It was probably super bad for the fifties, though. Like I feel bad for the fifties. Right, but for me, if I'm a promoter. I would rather have a 50s on another track. They should have had the vet track for the 50s and ran their own little separate deal. It wouldn't take that much time. It would have been easy. Uh, and I would just ran a separate track for them. So track prep, good job to the Fox Raceway crew for getting that stuff really wet, deep. Us California guys don't get to ride that condition that much, so it's nice to have that and practice because when you go to Loretta's, you're going to find lots of ruts, lots of deep conditions, and it's wet. It's going to rain. It's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. You're going to get thrown all different kinds of things at the ranch, and it's good for these kids out here, especially in California, to learn at least a couple of those conditions. So um, Sunday morning came. They changed the order up. So I was race five. Aiden was race two, and then his 125 race was seven. So... Fast forward, we're on the line for 250 class. Go ahead. I basically was just going to chill, and if Dakota was behind me, I told him, I said, I'm probably just going to let you go because his results didn't count. So basically, he would have won, but it didn't count. So I told him, I said, I'm going to let you go. You can ride your race. I'm going to ride mine. So fast forward, get off the line. Terrible start again. Worst start probably of that day. Yeah, you had a better start in that class, first first moto. First motos, yeah. Right. And it came in, passed everyone on the inside after the step jump before the uh, rhythm section. Passed everyone right there. Some kid was out front. Dakota was second. I was third. He went over the berm. Who did? Dakota. Oh, he did? Dakota went over the berm. He passed missed, him. missed the corner? Yeah. Because oh. like, there, there was a rut in the middle of the berm. Yeah. And he just went over the berm. And then past him, came around. I was battling with some kid in the lead. Pat, the kid at same place where Dakota went over the berm, he came out, swapped going up the face of this jump, saved it, I don't know how, didn't jump the second double. So I passed him, was basically riding. Then I can hear Dakota behind me. And that's when you gave me the big, that we had a big gap. Yeah, so we had a little... 
basically, like we told you earlier in this podcast, we had a plan. And I said, hey, if you have a big lead, we'll just, you know, I'll give you the big stretch out arm. Say, big lead, don't stress. Just chill out. So I did do that for you there. And you, and you let Dakota buy you. I let him buy. And it just rode, just cruised the last three laps of the race. And you won the overall. I won. I won the overall. I got the title in that class and got Not the really ticket. Not really a title. Well, just the. You got the, a regional. The regional one. Regional plate. win. Yeah. Okay. Got the ticket there, and then uh, one twenty-five moto. Why comes are you skipping around. over the senior forty class, bro? Yeah, you're sandbagging. All right. Why do you say I'm he lapsed? He laps like his class like three times in about the nine no. two laps. I dude. lapped a couple guys in the class. Sandbagger. No, he's I, sandbagging. Listen, what do you want me to race then? Go race Open Pro Sport. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go race with 19-year-old crazies. I'll pass. I might do that, though, after we talk about this whole crap that you did second moto. So 40-year-old guys, obviously, like I said, they, they're blue-collar dudes. I won my moto. I won a title, bro. I won a title. I'm the fastest 40-year-old on the planet Earth. I won the title. My race school, they put us in the plus 25 Plus 25 was gate one, and I was gate two. And I ended up getting some of those plus 25 you guys. Probably, you probably got up to, like, probably fifth, sixth, probably. Yeah. So then your moto came up. 125C. Uh, we're going to talk about Amateur National Heather after we discuss our race. But uh, it was discussed that Aiden needs help in starting technique. Because, honestly, we're in a, ne- a unique situation. You are a, a good rider, but you haven't raced that much. I mean, you raced a few races, but you really haven't really raced a lot. So we haven't really practiced starts. We don't really do them that much unless you go racing, right? Only, the only time I've really done starts was on the 250 at Jackson's place in Colorado when yeah. we were training with Rob. Right. That was probably like the only time You didn't I've have a whole starts. shot device there. Nope. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. It means a lot to me. Stay tuned for these advertisements and get some discount codes. Don't fast forward. I know they're the same every week. But you might learn something. Get a discount code. Save yourself some money. Thanks for listening. All-American Chevrolet in Colleen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper Inc. And invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Colleen. Chevy, find new roads. FMF, fast mother, bleep, nah, Flying Machine Factory, that's what it stands for, go to fmfracing.com, you got a four-stroke, two-stroke, they've got what you need, trust me, older two-stroke pipes and silencers, they have it, they still make them, you got a newer four-stroke, you want some extra horsepower, they got that too, but most importantly, if you guys want to look cool at the track, maybe you want to make your chick look cool. You want to wear a cool hat, or you're a two-stroke guy, and you want a shirt that says mixing gas and hauling ass. Go to fmfracing.com. They got a whole merch section. Trust me, it's real. there's a lot of stuff over there. It looks pretty cool. So Kiefer Inc. 19 saved you some money on the merch. I suggest you go do it. I have a two-stroke shirt, and I don't even wear freaking two-stroke shirts. That's how cool this thing is. So. Go to fmfracing.com, save yourself some money, and of course, you have any problems, you have any concerns, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, 
and hopefully I can guide you in the right direction on FMF products. I know a lot about them, so trust me, they're good, quality built. There's even a guy back in the dining room you probably never heard of. His name is George. He is a wizard. He is the one just grinding away, doing all of the dino testing, handing the, the stuff off to me at times to test. He's a smart dude. FMFRacing.com. Go visit the site. It's a cool site. Go get some merch. Save yourself some money with Kiefer Inc. Thank you, guys. Just because you're older, guys, doesn't mean you should stop racing. Look, I'm 43 years old. I love racing. I love it. So there is a club, Old Timers MX. More importantly, Oregon Old Timers MX. There are some races happening that are fun. You get long motos, and you get to hang out with your buddies and go home happy. Your wife will be happy because you'll be happy. So do it. Arizona Canyon MX Park, February 29th through March 1st. And then we got another one coming up, SoCal Glen Helen. Oh, man, you know I'll be there. April 18th to the 19th. The whole schedule is up on OregonOldTimers.com. They go to Nevada. They go to Montana. They go to Washington. Even British Columbia. Even Hangtown. Go check them out. OregonOldTimers.com. And if you guys end up going to these races, the first five guys that sign up and list Kiefering Testing as a sponsor, show me the proof on my email. I will reimburse your entry fee. The first five guys. That's right. That's how committed I am for you guys out there to go race. Don't be this old dude that sits at home and doesn't want to go ride, doesn't go race. Go do it. OregonOldTimers.com. Canyon's coming up. Arizona and Glen Helen. I will see you guys at Glen Helen. First five guys, show me proof. Chris at KeeferIncTesting.com. I'll reimburse your entry forms. Crazy! Have you guys checked out BloodLubricants.com? If you haven't, B-L-U-D-Lubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain, and uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils, and uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check the legitimacy of this stuff. Because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was a little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So go check them out. Bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code Kiefer. And get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check him out. Bloodlubricants.com Screenprintingdone.com You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to screenprintingdone.com Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being. And he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. 
be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and ScreenPrintingDone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. FirepowerParts.com. Excellent batteries, longer life. They're great batteries. I have them in all my test bikes. And, hey, they make chains, very good chains. My chain on my YZ450F is about 12 hours deep, still good. And, of course, they have oil, too. Firepowerparts.com. They keep adding new products to their line. So go check out the website. It's very cool, firepowerparts.com. Hey, you guys looking to get a KTM? You want to get the best price on one? Carson City Motorsports is Northern Nevada's largest KTM and Husqvarna dealership. That's right, Husqvarna's as well. They have the largest KTM and Husqvarna inventory around with their new 10,000-square-foot vehicle showroom, making it easy to find whatever you are looking for. Head over to Carson City Motorsports. It's the only Northern Nevada Arctic Cat dealership as well. And, of course, mention my name and get a special deal on either a KTM, Arctic Cat, or a Husqvarna. Hit me up over at Chris at KieferIncTesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over at Carson City Motorsports and get you down the road with a new motorcycle. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to ProTaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars. You don't want a crossbar. Pro Taper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The race cut grips. Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy. So go check them out. ProTaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to KieferInkTesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyfring testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? Pro Taper. ProTaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or... Maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years. Dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720 212 Four six eight five Plum Creek Funding. Zach Morris, hit him up. We're back. Thanks for hanging in there. Thanks for listening. Back to the Aiden and Dad Show. I incorporated Paul Parabino. So if you guys know Paul, Paul is uh, the ex wrench for Dean Wilson. He's been at Pro Circuit. He is now the Renthal um, manager here in North America. He's a good dude. He is excellent at starting. So I had him talk to you. And we agreed that we're not going to start in first gear like we did the first moto. We decided to start in second. Right, because the reason why I wanted Aiden to first gear in a 125, even though he's light, is that the out of the gate it was super deep. And I was afraid that you were going to bog. But after what we saw the first moto, we kind of agreed like, all right, you ain't going to bog. You're going to be fine in second gear. So go ahead. I'm sorry. So Paul came over, gave me some tips. 
ripped the whole shot, you know, was leading. Kid passes me first lap. I'm you like, did rip okay. the whole shot. That's cool. That was I did rip the whole start. shot. Yeah. And kid passes me first lap. I'm like, okay. And the kid wasn't going forward. So I'm like, I'm going to try to pass him back. Green flag comes out. First lap's over. I'm like, okay, here we go. Go over this tabletop. Go on the inside. Going to pass him. I just stuck in a run, just flipped over the bars and just yard sailed. And then I went back to get back on the bike, got back on the bike, tried starting it, one start. By the time it started, everyone was already half a track ahead of me. But I didn't give up. I tried. Yeah, I you're pushed. Lucky because if you ever do that, I kick your ass. I pushed the last uh, four. How many laps were they? Like five? Maybe five laps. I pushed the last four laps, worked my way back up to 15th, got eighth overall, and I was just so bummed because. You blew it. I, I blew it. You blew it. So while this was going on, here's my pain in my picture. Aiden was racing, obviously, so he doesn't know this stuff. But I'm watching in my designated area. I see him push it on the inside, and where he pushed it was slimy, and the ruts that were there were really quagmire-y and, and soft. So if you tried to slam them, your front wheel would stick because they're super gooey. Well, that's what he did because I was two motos before him, and I kind of knew that. So I just kind of stayed low in that rut like you should have been instead of slamming into it right because it wasn't ready that rut that rut was premature it was like a little premature pork chop little baby lamb chop chop that little lamb chop wasn't ready to be slammed and you did it anyway and then the the tire sucked right in there you go what do you call it ass over key tettle key tettle yeah okay and then and sweet james came out of nowhere and said na 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 Okay, and uh, I looked over there, and he tried to get up in a hurry, which he did. And we actually worked on that, too, over the past six, seven months. Aiden would crash and then lay around on the dirt, and then Dad would be uh, up your ass and yelling, get up, get up, (laughs) is Aiden. That's Aiden when he crashes. (laughs) And then I'd be like, dude, you got to practice getting up in a hurry unless you're really hurt. Only time I want you to lay on the ground is if you're really hurt, so... He's been getting good at popping up, doing it in practice, so it's hardwired into him. He did that. He couldn't start his bike because he didn't get it in neutral. YZ125 owners, get your bike in neutral, start it, and if you're not going to get in neutral, pull that clutch in and kick the crap out of it, all right, and then hold that throttle wide open. Aiden is not very familiar, familiar with crashing and then holding that bike wide open to clean it out to get it started because obviously it's a 125. It's going to go blah, 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 and it'll clean out. That's why you hold it wide open. You're getting that fuel cleaned out of that carb. It didn't. It took him a long time. So as I'm viewing this, I see this. I just start walking back. I'm just like, yep, start walking back. And then my wife is freaking out. Heather is freaking out. What helped him? Heaven, what the hell are you doing? I go, we can't help him. It's the rules. He has to do it on his own. I can't run out there and start his bike for him. I just knew we were done then. So Heather is all sad. Heather is all blown out, which we're going to talk about her in a minute. But you're done. You're 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 crying because you're sad. Go ahead. And so yeah, I got eighth overall. I'm riding back to the truck. I'm bummed out. I'm crying. I basically cried the whole time. Like, the last lap, I probably cried the whole last lap. Because I'm like, this is it. 
I only qualified in one class. Was supposed to do really good in this class. Yeah, Didn't so happen. my my thought was you would have a good chance of a podium at Loretta's. Yeah, yeah. So you said right. You didn't say this, but right before anything, we all thought I was going to do really good at 125 and probably wasn't going to qualify in 250 and probably maybe would have won in 125 and basically just flipped the whole other way. Yeah, so he he won the 250 class and then didn't even qualify out of the 125 because of a, of a mental mistake. So what I try to do as a parent, and for you guys listening to this, I relate all dirt bike situations to life. And how I related this to Aiden, do you remember what I said? He said a lot to me yesterday. Well, what did I say about? You said this is a good learning learning um lesson. Learning lesson and to use this as motivation and drive it to come back and basically do better and now you know what to do and what not to do in this situation. Okay, so basically life lessons for me come through dirt bikes and that's how I learned through my life. You know, my dad worked a lot. My mom had multiple sclerosis. I had to learn a lot of things through dirt bikes. And Aiden learned a valuable lesson today. Sometimes you're one of the best guys and you still don't get what you want. That's life. Go flash back to my nationals last year. I worked my butt off. I was good. I wasn't the best, but I was good enough to qualify. And I didn't because I sucked. I did things wrong way. There's a lot of things I messed up, but I wasn't pouting. I didn't complain about it. I learn from it and work. Aiden screwed up. He needs to learn from it, and he will not do that again. That is life, people. And you learn those lessons through dirt bikes. Sometimes it's easier to learn through dirt bikes than it is through actual life. So I related it to him being the best at his job later on in life. You might be the best guy in your company, and you screw up one little thing, and the other guy behind you gets the raise or gets the promotion. That's life. You can't sit there and bitch and complain and bark about it. You got to get through it. You got to push forward. You got to learn from it. Get better. That is what you need to do. You learn from it. Use it as drive. Use it as motivation. Get pissed. Be like, I am not going to do that again. I'm going to make sure I am winning. Or if I'm not, I'm just going to chill and learn my lesson. So this is how we form as a family around the Kiefer household. It's life lessons, okay? And this is, I know you probably get sick of it, but all of this stuff is going to click for you when you're in your 20s and 30s. And you're going to go, thank you, Dad. Thank you, Dad, so much for barking at me after I screwed up, because now you know. And then one day you'll have your own child, and you're going to look at him, and you're like, I am my dad. I am my dad. Oh, my God, I'm my dad. I do that all the time with you. My, My dad did the same thing with me. And I'm doing, I bark at you, and I'm like, holy shit, I am grandpa. That is insane to me. I am grandpa. I am grandpa. I am grandpa. Uh, so he didn't qualify. So let's talk about mom. You, so, can, you can talk about that. That's a whole other story right there that I cannot talk about. because there's. So so you're going to talk about it. There's so much to that. Well, then I want you to add to this. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, so Aiden qualified 250, didn't get in the 125 class. Still a successful weekend. I thought he rode really well. He, he rode better. I was worried about your racecraft. Your racecraft was pretty good. There's a, obviously screw-ups, but I'm glad that you kept your head on a swivel. Uh, you could have opened your eyes up a little more when Dakota you know, slammed in you. That, those lines came together. You knew that. I don't think it's so much his fault as it is yours being aware of what your situation was. Uh, 
And this other situation where you crash, that's on you as well. So you're going to learn from those two things, and it won't happen again. So I've come to find out with mom, there's several uh, Heathers. I've married several Heathers. So there is Heather, my wife. There is Heather, the, the politician, politic Heather. There is uh, uh, alcohol Heather when mom drinks, you know, hangs out and has barbecues and she gets a little buzzed up. Ray baby. She, yep, that's what we call her because she's like her dad. So we call her Ray baby. Her dad's name was Ray. She hates that, by the way. It's awesome. Ray baby. She hates it. It's Mm -hmm. great. We love it. And then the last one that I found out, didn't know I married this one, I never had that much experience, was what we call um, A&H. A&H is called Amateur National Heather. Amateur National Heather is a basket case. She's pacing around. She is freaking out. You ask her to do one little task. I don't think she can comprehend it because she's so worried, anxious about you racing. Uh, she asks me random questions six times. And then you have the anger that comes out when you're racing. Oh, if some kid's down. Is that Aiden? Is that Aiden? He's freaking out. It's a lot going on with mom, dude. It's tough for me at times. I'm like, you got to chill out. Relax. Trust that I have helped you enough that you're going to do the right thing. And if you don't, you know the consequences of dirt bikes, which is what? Getting hurt. Or possibly? Dying. Thank you. You know this. I knew this growing up. That's why you try to take as many variables out of the equation as you can. You can't just bench your kid and say, put him in a bubble. You got to teach him. You got to help him learn. Look, this is what could happen, man. Wake up. This is the shit that's happening around you. Wake up. So she has to understand that I've helped you enough that you're going to be smart. So while you're racing, she's freaking out. She can't sit still. She's biting her nails. Uh, Other people around me like, man, your wife's okay. Yeah, she's fine. She's just a little bit of a basket case. Mom's really not like that with me. She's she's been around a little bit. But with you, I don't think you've done it enough to have her be mellow. So while you crash that second 125C moto, she looks at me and is freaking out. Help him. What the F are you doing? Help him. I can't help him, Heather. I'm just walking back. She's like, what are you walking back for? What are you going to I go, I can't do anything. He's in his own world out there. He has to help himself. Immediately, before you even leave your area where you crashed, she goes, fine. We're going to Washougal. That's what we're doing. We're taking him to Washougal. And I'm like, What? Washougal, there's another regional in Washougal in two weeks. She wants to take you to Washougal to go qualify out of the 125C class. Before we even leave the track, she signed you up in... Uh, uh, she, signed me up, she signed me up in two regionals. She signed me up for Bar to Bar. Which is in Kansas. And at Washougal in Washington. Just in case, whatever which direction we wanted to go, we were covered. Mom handled it. Amateur National Heather went apeshit. And spent $120 before we even left Paula or Fox Raceway. Just in case we're going to the east or we're going up to the north. So, looks like... We're going thanks to, to your mom. Thanks to your mom, she saved your ass. Because I'm, I'm, I'm opposite of that. She, she, what am I about? You're all about one and done. I'm all about if you can't make it out of your region, screw it. We're not going to worry about Loretta's because you can't make it out of your region... I'm the type of parent, I'm not taking you everywhere to go try to qualify so you can go get 25th 
at, at Loretta's. That's not what we're about. I understand if other people want to do that, but that is not where I'm at. But mom is insisting that you go. And a couple other people insisted that I take you because they've seen you rise. So Travis Preston and Paul, two guys that I trust about no bullshit, giving me the straight facts, have also said, hey, man, you got to at least try to do it. So it looks like we're going to go up to Washougal. God help me because I got to work and I got to do all this other stuff. But we're going to try to do it for you to go. So what are you going to do in return for us? Well, first off, I'm not going to make that stupid mistake that I did. If I'm in a qualifying position, I'm not going to not gonna try to get greedy and pass the kid back. I'll do a lot of my chores. You're going to do all of your chores. I'll do all my chores. You're going to help out, pitch in, and you're going to be respectful. You know, this whole thing is a process. You know, you want to make it in motorcycles? You just can't be fast. And I guess I'm talking to Aiden like I'm talking, not even on this podcast, but so you guys can listen to this. In order to, to be a successful motocross racer nowadays, you either A, got to know a lot of people and then get in because that happens as well, or B, you're going to have to be quick, have to be an approachable person, have to be nice. You got to have the whole thing. You can't just be, hey, I'm fast. Give me free shit. No, that's not how it works. You got to be good rider. You got to talk. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm, I'm Aiden. You know, how was your ride? How did your day go? You know? Be approachable and talk to people. I see all, I'm not saying all, I see a lot of amateur kids thinking that they're going to make it, the parents got money, and I'm a snotty ass dickhead because I'm good. I don't give a shit if you're good. I give a shit if you're good and you're a good person and you're cool to talk to and you're unique. Two good, what are two amateur kids that I really like? Carson Mumford. Uh, who else? Who else is a good kid that I like? You like Cody. Cody who? Shock. I do like Cody, but he's a professional. Pro. Who came over the truck and talked to us over the weekend? I don't remember. Same team as Carson. Oh, Hunter Yoder. Hunter Yoder. Good kid. Good dad. Hunter is not about, you know, talking shit. He talk. he just, he's like an, an old soul. He's a good dude. Carson, same way. Good parents. Good, good people. Fast. Those are the kind of kids that you need to model yourself after where, hey, how's it going, man? And, and then you watch them ride. You're like, holy shit, that kid is good. And it res- you respect them more. So that's what I want you to do. I don't need you. If, you. if you qualify, great. If you don't, I understand that. But give me 100%. That's all I ask. I don't, I don't care what happens. I just need effort and accountability and to be nice. Hello? Yes, sir. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Look. This is what I do to Aiden when he's like, <laughs> I call him a mouth breather because, <laughs> yeah, <I doubt. laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> if you have a 14 year old in any capacity, girl or boy, you probably understand what I'm talking about. So that was our Loretta, Loretta's experience, qualifier experience, I should say. So now the real work begins for you and for me. We're going to train. And we already have been doing this, but now you're on a train schedule with me. Uh, you're going to be doing what I do. You're going to be doing motos. We're going to be working towards a goal because goals are important to set to try to achieve. And if you don't achieve them, that's not the end of the world, but you need a carrot to work for, right? Yes. So we're going to be we're going to go on runs. You're going to go on mountain bikes. We're going to be doing motos. 
Uh, we're going to go to Washuga, hopefully qualify. And if that's the case, we're going to try to go back east early and ride some ruts because unlike what I did when I went in 2017, I sucked because I have never ridden dirt like that. So you need to ride dirt like that. So it's a big investment for you guys listening out there. And we're going to break it all down on future episodes of this podcast. We're going to break down the money situation, the trials and tribulations, the good times, the bad times. If you guys haven't gone to Loretta's, Take a ride with us, the Kiefer Tested Podcast. We're going to try to go as a family. We're going to tell you every nook and cranny of what the hell is going on. It's not just about the good, hey, we're going to Loretta's. There's a lot of shit that gets involved with it, like amateur national Heather. Maybe your wife is an amateur national Heather, and you're listening to this, and you can relate. Hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com. Make that subject title amateur national Heather. I understand that. I might make a t-shirt and says, do you have this? There's a picture of an angry mom sitting in the in the pits, just pissed in a basket case because she's stressing out on her kid. Amateur National Heather. Amateur National Heather. So kudos to all you amateur parents out there that are doing it right, man. I, I met a lot of you people over the weekend. It's very cool to see. And uh, yeah, we're going to do this thing. So if you see us at the track, come say hi. If you see Aiden being a little punk ass on the track, let me know, and I'll take care of it, just like I did in Leadville. How's that sound? I'm scared. Don't be revving your engine at guys when we practice on weekends. I, I don't. These I really people don't. are blue-collar people, and they're just riding their dirt bikes just because they're on the track, and you're faster. Don't be like, what's up, man? You're taking my line. I see that. I'm going to beat your ass. I never really do that. The only time I do that is when I almost land on it, dude, and that's it. Well, then if you almost land on him, then just say, hey, man, stick to your line. Help him out. Maybe he doesn't know. Some of these guys, especially now with the quarantine, we have all these new riders, dude. And maybe they're out in the track. They don't know. Let's help them. Let's grow our sport. Try to be safe. Like the dude we saw at State Fair. What dude was that? The dude was me was walking his bike over, take pictures with his chick. That's lame to me. <laughs> if you're going <laughs> to... Quick story about that. So Aiden and I are at State Fair. We see a dude with this chick. The chick is wearing his jersey. The guy's kitted up in his gear. Maybe no knee, bar, no knee guards. No. He pushes his bike in the pits, which is rare in California. Right next to the track, too. Pushes his bike through the pits, parks it next to, his, next to the track, and the chick does a full photo shoot for him. And then thinking, okay, he's going to go ride. No. He did not go right. He ride. leaves, dude. He, he straight leaves. up walked his bike back to the truck and bailed. Just did the Insta bangers to let people know. I bet you the caption was probably like, had a good sesh today with the boys. Good 20-minute motos. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Don't be that guy. What's that? Let's just call him uh, Johnny. Don't be a Johnny. Don't be a Johnny. Don't be a Johnny. You know? Just ride your dirt bike. Have fun. Enjoy it. You punk-ass kids out there revving your engines. There, th- listen to track etiquette on this podcast. If you haven't listened to it, Travis and I break it down. It's okay to give you a little rev. Ba-bum! Let you know I'm back there. Just, it's a quick rev. That's a nice rev. But if you go, that means you're pissed. And that's going to piss off someone else. And then that dude might beat your ass because that dude could be a badass fighter and a sucky dirt biker. There's a lot of those out there. Trust me. I ain't messing with them. On a Saturday? Are you kidding me? Hell no. Dudes are going to be pretty tough. So take care of each other. Be nice. We need more of that in this earth. Less people angry. Less people mad at each other. Less, less racism. Less all of that. Just, just be cool. 
Enjoy your life. Stay in your lane. That's how we live our lives over here. You, you, we disagree. That's fine. That's what we're going to do. We disagree. Who cares? Just have fun. Ride your dirt bike. Be cool. All right. This wraps it up. Aiden, you have anything else to say? It's been an hour. No, I have not, actually. Oh, thank you. Wow. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome radio. Thank you. Great. Yep, yep. Can't wait to have you back on here. No, can't wait. You're really good on these podcasts. Thank you. Probably, I'm not going to lie. It's probably the best one I've done. It, actually, it is. It I'm probably like, is. It's not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. If we go back and listen, you're like, Hello. Yes. I, I, I like that a lot. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I, yeah, yeah, Dad. Meanwhile, I had stop button like 17 times. I had to re-record. Uh, yeah. Uh, At least you yeah, spoke up. I, I like I like it. I, yeah, I like, I like it. Lamp. I, like, I like lamp. This has been the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Ray. Oh, we talk about Race Tech. Race Tech gave you a contract. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because you had F on your report card. I had an F and a D on my report card. That, that's a long time ago, though. Most People know you're stretching when you do that. It's a podcast. Hello? Hello? Anyway, he gave him a, uh, a con. Chris over there at Race Tech said he has to be good. He has to keep his grades up, and Race Tech is going to hook him up with some suspension. So if you make it in 125C, because we can't do it in 250 class, got to be yep. stock. No, we can't. We can do it. Oh, in stock class, you can yeah, do suspension? Yeah, you, you can do suspension, and you just can't do anything in the motor or pipes or anything. Really? Yeah. Where did you learn this? I looked at everyone's suspension on the line. Every kid had it. How do you know what they had? What they had a sticker? Like like Dakota next to me. Yeah. He had TBT on it. How do you know? Did you look inside the fork? No. Just because we put race. You tech- stalk his Instagram, dude. Listen. Oh, you're a chick now. You're like mom and stalk Instagrams and Facebook. No, she, she doesn't stalk Instagram. She stalks Facebook. Twenty. Just because you have a sticker on a fork doesn't mean you got internals. So anyway, okay. So whatever. We're gonna have race tech suspension. Why? Because they're simply really good people and they do good work. As you guys know, I'm a no bullshit kind of guy. I wasn't a fan of Race Tech a few years ago. They won me over. Rob has won me over. Chris has won me over. I've gone riding. They have new settings, updated. It's not so mushy. It's really plush, but now it's plush with dampening. I like it. So you can go to racetech.com and get yourself some. Very good people. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting. This podcast, go shop at rmatvmc.com through keyforinktesting.com. And hopefully we see you at the track. Aiden? We'll see you guys at Washougal, too. All right. Yeah. Be good to each other. See y'all. See ya.